I will take what is mine with and blood. Welcome to the Make West Roast Great Again podcast, the greatest podcast that ever was or will be. Walking is good, fighting is better, podcasting is best. We are here to cover HBO's Game of Thrones, and most importantly, we are here to make Westeros great again. My name is Andrew of House Moon Pie. And my name is Kevin of House Problematic, Andrew. We just watched the episode, the penultimate episode of season seven. This was supposed to be the one, Andrew, that's supposed to get you like real crazy hyped. Everyone's supposed to die because, of course, it's the, the next to last episode. We didn't really see as much death as I was expecting. We saw some pretty big deaths, Kevin. Eh. Some pretty big, like large, very large deaths. Oh, you're talking about the dragon. I'm talking about the dragon. The dragon died. The dragon did die. Where did they get those chains this is something that's bothered me. I don't really care about all the like time travel stuff. I want to know where they got the chains. <laughs> where did they get those? a giant Home Depot? Is that where a they... giant Home Depot? North of the wall north of East Watch. <laughs> just yeah. north of the wall. That makes sense, actually, if you think about it. I mean, they've got thousands and thousands of years to accumulate various items to do some iron forging. They're a very sophisticated race. Those White Walkers. I, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I, I think if you can believe in a world of dragons and, and fire and magic, you can believe that uh, a group of superior beings can accumulate iron chains. I like the Home Depot thing better. That, that That's where they got it. I like that. Okay, Home, Home Depot. Well, this was the sixth episode, Kevin, entitled Beyond the Wall. Mm. A couple other things that we learned about in this episode. Sansa and Arya at each other's throats. Like, literally at each other's throats. Yeah, what's this about? Arya's pretty aggressive. I have some hot takes that I'm going to get to later on. I just want you to be ready uh, to answer some hot takes All right. on this topic. Okay, okay. All right, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to get into this. We're <laughs> going to get into it. Uh, we also learned that uh, Gendry is incredibly fast. He is so fast. He's Do you really so know how fast. fast he is? He's I was just thinking like, that. That was the first note I wrote on my thing is Gendry is the fastest. He's the fastest kid alive. How did they know? Okay, so first of all, that was the funny part when they're all like getting ready. Like, Gendry, you must go. You're the fastest. And he's like, are you sure? Like, I'm not sure. And then he kind of looked around the crew. He's like, yeah, I probably am the fastest. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know. I mean, this probably happens off screen, but more than likely they had some kind of uh, obstacle course mm. and uh, physical fitness competition before they left for North of the Wall. Like you do. Right. Uh, in these things, and Gendry obviously won. So get, we learned that Gendry is uh, the Usain Bolt of Westeros, <laughs> uh, especially uh, in the snow. We also learned that the uh, dumb plan that they concocted last week didn't at exactly go to plan, but it did work. It worked way better away. than it should have. <laughs> it got away with a White Walker, uh, but at what cost, Kevin? At what cost? Well, you lost a dragon and you lost a, a barrack. Like that's no, no, no. The Thoros. Sorry, a Thoros. And, and you lost a Thoros. No one's shedding a tear for Thoros. Me over here in my little corner. I like. I'm him. shedding a tear. I'm shedding I like a tear. Thoros. For Thoros. I don't know. I don't I'm really pouring like out Thoros. some uh, some ale, some some rum. We need some more man bun action. Like he yeah, was the token. He was token. And of course the. Uh, the big reveal, the big happening in this episode was that uh, a dragon died. I think it was Viserion was slain by a 
giant spear. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. First of all, all right, let's think about this. The guy's thousands of years old, right? The Ice King, I assume. Night King. The Night King, whatever the hell his name is. The Night King just walks up gingerly, grabs a spear without even warming up, Andrew. Didn't even do a couple, you know, practice throws, maybe get his arm warmed up. And throws that thing on a laser up there and hits him. I thought that was pretty impressive. I, pretty impressive. Um, I would say that you probably don't need to warm up a White Walker because they're kind of made of ice, right? So if they did actually warm up, they would not do as well. So they, like they would melt. You, so like what they really need to do is they need to cool down before they throw. And they were already okay. in the tundra, in the snow. So I think him sitting okay. there for days and days in the cold, he's ready to go. So they don't need like a, the ice bath after the game. Like they just. No, they do need the ice bath. Oh, they, they need do. to cool down. They, oh, okay, they need right. the ice bath. Got it. Don't Got apply it. heat. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's a good explanation because I was just impressed. You know, older guy, maybe needs to stretch a little bit more before he starts throwing stuff. I mean, personally, Andrew, when we go to a tailgate and I start throwing a football, like, we got to start out with some some short passes <laughs> before we start stretching it out. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I know that uh, at the end of the day, when the Westerosi Olympics comes to town, we've got two gold medalists that were competing in this episode. One is the Night King, the other is Gendry. And in the, the event where you have a, a horseback rider with a, a ball of fire in the chain and he has to go around, I choose Benjamin. He's pretty good at that. <laughs> pretty good at that. Okay, Kevin, let's, let's get on with the episode. First things first, Kevin, we're going to do the box score. And, of course, the only statistic we care about here at the Make Westeros Great Again podcast is kills. This one was tough. This was tough for the uh, <laughs> official uh, game. The scorekeeper? The official scorekeeper. This one was tough. I had to watch it a couple times. For, there had to be a couple clarifications that I uh, just made on my own. And, and these are the, the few things that I did. And I don't know if this is consistent with what we did last year. And I didn't want to go back and listen to what we did last year to do this. So this is just going to be <laughs> the way would it you? is. First of all, if you kill a white or kill an ice zombie, that's a kill. They're, I understand they're okay. already dead, but that's a okay. kill. That's fine I with me. I think that's how that's we had me. it last year, but I, I don't know if there was a lot of White Walker death. I, don't I think remember. we just we we talked about it, but there wasn't a big battle like this where we fought White Walkers, like in uh, season five. So we're gonna go ahead and go with that. We're also gonna go ahead and say if you kill a White Walker and it also kills the Whites, which we learned can happen, kind of this hive mind thing kill the queen and mm-hmm. all the ants die, if you kill the White Walker and all the underlings die, you get credit for those two. That works. Okay? That works. Also, we're going to go with a maximum. We're going to go with a ceiling. Like if dragons are involved and they spray like a crowd of people, we're going to go with 380. Like you max out at 380 <laughs> because that's what you had it maxed out at the last time. That's what it was. That's what I saw on screen. Okay, so but that's we're just gonna go. I don't want to count that. I don't want to deal with that. That's too many pixels right, and polygons, and uh, whatever. Not gonna do it. So three hundred eighty. That being said, that being is. said, in no particular order, just because this is how I wrote it down. Here is the box score for 
Season 7, Episode 6, Beyond the Wall. I'm ready. Jorah? 18. I have some, really? I have some takes on Jorah. Okay, let's just talk How about, about Jorah for a moment. Jorah with 18 kills. It, it took me a while. After work, came home, got to get ready for this podcast, turn on the episode, had to you know fast forwarded to this part where I and I had to watch this a couple times and, and count. Jorah was the best one out there, other than Jon Snow. Jon Snow got the most the most that? kills of the guys with the swords, but Jorah was close. Jorah obviously had been uh, a fighter in the snow before. I mean, he's from Bear Island. He's from the north, so it does it shouldn't be too surprising. He's an old guy, but that's okay. Uh, we're gonna talk about MVP in a second, but I want to put a special plug out there for Jorah. So yeah, the, interesting that you say that because I don't actually remember Jorah ever really being shown that much. But now that you mention it, that's probably a good thing because he was never in trouble. Mm. He was just over there doing right. his thing. Like he was never he was never at a point where you were like, oh god, Jorah's getting bombarded. He was just like taking care you know of what? business. And Jorah one after was the, the other. one bailing other people out. Oh man. So he's a good teammate too. He's a good too. teammate too. So Oh man. Special plug in there for Jora. If there's one person on this show that I'd want to have my back, like Jora would be on the list, like toward the top. Like Bronze up there, Jora's up there for sure. Yeah, but Jora's a good guy to have on, except, you know, again, he's not a guy you want to go to a bar with. No, because <laughs> he's not like, that kind of guy. Jora's going to drink. But he's not he's going to get a little too drunk, and then he's going to start telling you stories. And he's—it's not even and like he's going to hit good on stories. He's going to like tell you about that one girl who got away, who he still thinks right, he's got a exactly. chance with. The worst. He's like, oh, the, the Dragon worst. Queen. Like, oh, I know the Dragon Queen. I, I know her. I, she. We used to be very close, very close. And then he gives you a little nudge, and like uh, you can smell the whiskey on him. Like oh, I don't want to talk to Ugh. this guy. Jorah, not now, not now. Not but again. if you need some okay. help, especially up north, Jorah is your dude. I like that. I like that. And from Bear Island, you think he'd be a little better fighting ice bears? He, he, he's the one who killed the bear. Okay, there you go. See, I don't. Yeah, he's. That. I've only watched. He, it once. He's the one who. I uh, see. I I went in detail on this. He's the one who killed the I bear with a uh, dragon glass little spear, a little uh, dagger. Wow. What well, he just moved up my MVP ranks. I wasn't considering oh, Jorah. All of a sudden, either. you're starting to but convince like, when me. You, when you, you're starting when to convince you know, me, my man Jorah. You do the details, and you realize, wow, Shane Battier's everywhere. Wow, Jimmy <laughs> Butler does everything. Like, that's Jorah. <laughs> really filling up the box. Really door. fills out really the box. Makes his teammates better. All right, we're going to move on. All right. Gendry won early on. This <laughs> okay. is early. He had to yeah. leave. Yeah, he this had to leave. This is early. Uh, Although MVP, he's still up he's so for it because he ran at least a three-minute mile in the snow. <laughs> I mean, he was he was booking when, uh, to get back to that wall. When he gets back to King's Landing and he gets his little horse and buggy, go ahead and put that 26.2 bumper sticker on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Be proud of that, Gendry. Uh, Be proud of that bumper sticker. All right. Jon Snow, 34. And uh, some okay. of that includes that killing of the White Walker which gets him, uh, I think it was like 10 or 12 extra. But needless to say, other than Jorah had the most kills, I mean more than Jorah, but like Jorah and John were the closest in terms of uh, guys killing people with the sword. So John, you know, typical, you know, hero. Typical he John. To, typical just he doing was hero good, things. he was doing hero things. Uh, Tormund, I counted 11. Now this is maybe not accurate, and sometimes I may have counted things that weren't kills, but just like 
hit somebody and maybe I countered vice versa. So it probably evens out in the end. But Tormund, I got 11. It's fine. Okay. That sounds about right. You know, he he struggled a little bit. He did struggle. He, he needed to be bailed out a for somebody times. who's who's north of the wall, like who this is like his domain, like home court territory. Didn't really show out for me. Didn't really didn't really bring it. Well, he, so. he wasn't the uh, a leader on that team. He was more of a role player. Like he didn't need to be leading yeah. that mission by any means. But you know, he can he can handle his own. He didn't die. He didn't he die. Didn't. He could have died. He was close. Okay, we're gonna move on to someone who uh, did die. Thoros of Mirror got zero. And normally you wouldn't zero you wouldn't mention, but he, yeah, he got a trillion uh, zeros across the board. Uh, <laughs> zeros across the board for Thoros. You know, and died. He just froze to death. Like that's that's all. That's he, a bummer. Kind of mauled by that's that bear, and then didn't didn't yeah. do anything else the rest of the episode. Barrick twelve. I counted twelve and. Those were like cool that. deaths, too, because when he killed someone with that sword, they also caught on fire. Right. So it's double dose. Double dose. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of the flaming sword. Like, I know that's sort of a shtick now, but I don't care. I love it every time. So I'm into okay, that. Okay. Uh, the Hound, I got 10. The Hound struggled. He did struggle. He, he did bail a couple he, people out. Like, he, in that fight, he did bail some people out. However, when there was fire involved... <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oof. Can't help you. Oof. Rough. Yeah, that was, you know, he's partially responsible for uh, for Thoros, isn't he? Wasn't, am I remembering this right? Because he, he kind of no, froze, froze and, and yeah. Thoros. Totally. Yeah, no good. Uh, and he didn't freeze because it was he cold. He also probably made up for it by teaching uh, Tormund new curse words. I liked that. That was kind of funny. That that whole beginning thing was weird, though. Did you agree? Like as we were walking along, like just they're like, just getting to know each other. The, like the walking dog. Yeah, that was Boros a little talk weird. To the hound. We have to have the hound talk to Gendry. We have to have Gendry talk to Jorah. We like you have to go all the way through. Everybody's got to get to know each other. They got to become buddies. At, as it was happening, we were just assuming that they were all going to die because why else would they set all this up with all this chatter? And then only one of them died. Well, except for all the like the extras, like whatever. But anyway, okay. What else? Uh, that gets us through the main seven. Uh, we move on to Drogon, three hundred and eighty. <laughs> default default cat right. at three hundred and eighty. Viserion, okay. three hundred and eighty, and Rhaegal, sure. three hundred and eighty. Night King, okay, one. And it's we're gonna true. go ahead and classify if you kill uh just count that you as kill one. a dragon, you can you get one. Okay. Uh all right, that's also fair. Benjin. I counted nine for Benjin. Mostly because he was Not swinging bad. that thing around madly. And I think he got a bunch in a row. Uh maybe overestimated Benjin, but we're gonna that's it's all right. Okay. He's gonna go ahead and get nine. He saved the day. He saved so, the day. Pretty full box score. A lot happened here. Uh Benjin's got great timing. You ever yeah. notice that? I wish he came up it's a little great earlier, timing. like because he could have been. I know he's always the there, right at like, the very end. He never actually wants to fight end. in the battle. He just wants to get you away. There's this when I was a kid, we would play dodgeball in gym class. I would always hang in the back and wait till everyone on my team got out, and then I'd try to be the hero. Like I'd try to like will the team back, you know, like run off and like do barrel rolls and stuff, and try to throw people out just by myself. That was my, that's, that's what Benjamin does. <laughs> in high school, there was this kid who played football and, and somehow made the varsity team, but probably because they just couldn't fill out the full team. 
and he played linebacker, was terrible. was not great. But he was smart in that whenever someone got tackled, he would dive in even in, and make it a pile, even if it wasn't a pile. And then like he would too. be the slowest guy to get up. And because high school scorekeepers are so terrible, they would always give the tackle to the person who got up last. So he would end mm. the game with like 25 tackles, even though he was like the worst <laughs> player on the team by far, just because he knew how to game the system. Sounds like this is Kevin playing dodgeball and Benjamin playing war. That's right. That's right. Hey, it worked out in the end for all of us, except for Benjamin. Except for Benjamin. Uh, okay. Yeah. What else? Is I that it? I don't think that kid went D1 either. So I don't know if it worked out for him. Uh, but now he's an inside trader somewhere. Like he's uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, what else we got? Is that like, it? That's it. Uh, we're going to move on and talk about the MVP. So I, I in, in this box score, we have a lot of candidates. Um, you can also throw in Sansa or Arya as possible candidates, other big players in this episode. Um, but I'm going to give you a couple considerations. Danny flying in on her dragon. You have John just being just doing John stuff, doing hero ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Jora, uh, Drogon, the Night King, Benjen. Lots mm. of choices. Who are you going with? Uh, uh, another one not on your list. Littlefinger. Littlefinger. He's starting to he's starting to make some moves up in Winterfell. Which I like. I'm I'm glad to see him making scheming. moves. He's scheming. I like I like to see Littlefinger is scheming. He didn't have to be in this episode, and we knew Littlefinger was scheming. Uh, but I'm gonna give it to the Night King, Andrew. That was pretty sweet. He's got the uh, all, all he had to do was sit back on his horse. He had to get off his horse, all pissed off. Like God damn, I have to get up here and do. It's like Blackfish when he had to, the bow and arrow. The, to uh, to hit the what was it the the cat's dad that was floating yep. away you know remember how he had get all got all mad he had to get up and did it that's basically what the night king is like you're gonna make me get off my horse aren't you and he got off the horse and he took care of that uh, that dragon I thought that was pretty sweet he really didn't have to do much and he's my MVP plus he gets a dragon he yes well let's he's gonna ride that dragon uh, right? yeah well, how does this work okay. <laughs> oh. I don't even think Benioff and Weiss know so how it works. It's They're just making it up. Dragon. So, but it's resurrected by the Night King in the North. So, people are saying Ice Dragon. Like, is it an Ice Dragon? Does it spit ice? Does it spit fire? We talked about this like earlier in the in the year, didn't we? Probably. I think I think we we might have even did we predict this. This has been a common theory amongst this. folks, so like this may have been a thing. It, it might not have been us. Anyway, so this was uh, this is a good question. Is it is it an ice or is it fire? I still uh, I still think it's fire because it's just an undead dragon. I still think it shoots fire. I don't know. I, I, I guess we're gonna find out. But it just I, its eyes change color and it's under the control of the Night King. Like that's the only thing that's different. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Can can Bran warg into something that's dead? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. You're supposed to know all the rules. I don't know any of the rules. You're supposed to know the magic rules that don't exist. Yeah, like you read the oh, books. There's nothing like this in the books. <laughs> there's nothing zero, like this in the books. Zero things like this in the books. <laughs> there isn't even the Night King in the books. <laughs> like we haven't even met the oh. Night King in the books. Like this is all. Hmm. 
This is all new. Okay. Jorah right. doesn't even have grayscale in the books because he does in the in the show even currently. Does even currently? Does Danny have oh, grayscale? We're gonna in get the book? to that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to that <laughs> a little bit later on. Uh, let's let's close off the MVP talk. I'm gonna go with Jorah. I, I talked myself I like into it. it earlier. I'm gonna let uh, you. If you if you have some time and and you know back several years ago I, I would I used to watch the show like several times during the week I don't do that much anymore because I don't have time but if you guys are like that you need to go back and watch this episode go back and watch the fight scene and just appreciate Jorah as an old guy I might do I that I kind of hated Jorah like uh, he's a you know popular amongst the ladies the ladies like like this old gentle man who's who's rough and rugged and he never was into Jorah N- never never my guy. But this fight totally changed my mind on Jorah. Nice. I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. You got me hyped okay. up. We're going to move on and talk about some other things. There are no rookies of the year um, other than the dead red shirt guys who died immediately. Uh, <laughs> comeback player Benjen is not eligible because he was in last season helping out Bran just for like a minute and a half. So unfortunately will not be able to qualify but mm. he will be able to qualify as a Hall of Famer because he is now a Hall of Famer. To be eligible for the Hall of Fame, you must be dead and voted into the Hall of Fame by the Baseball Writers Association of Westeros. We have three nominees, Kevin, this episode. The first one, as mentioned, Benjen Stark. Mm-hmm. The second one... Viserion, the dragon. Right. And the third one, Thoros of Mir. Probably uh, the best well-known of this this class uh, emerging from this episode. Let's start off with Benjen. Is Benjen going to get into the Hall of Fame? What's What are his qualifications? What are his skills here? Benjen's one of those guys, Andrew, that everyone talked about a lot. Like It seemed like Benjen came up every freaking episode. And once somewhere, it was like... Ah, uh, but Benjen, you know, ranging north of the wall. Like, it seemed like that was in every episode in seasons two, three, and four, and five. Like, it's like some reference to Benjen. He's still he's still out there. And then all of a sudden, Benjen was out there. So, like, they they were right. But, like, I don't know, Andrew. The, for, for all the talk, that like, there were more mentions of Benjen than there were Thoros or Viserion put together. Like, this seemed like all the time we were talking about Benjamin, but what did he really do? I mean, he saved uh, uh, Mira and Bran, right? Did that one. Not Hodor. Thanks, Benjamin. Exactly. So he's picking the winners and losers. He he came along just in time for John. So, like, that was a hero move. I like that. But I don't know, Andrew. I don't think I'm ready for it. Okay. Uh, he, he, he did, I guess you know, like get some special treatment from the children of the forest. Right. So they must've recognized something about him. I guess that's something, but no, he's not getting in for me. Me neither. Uh, Viserion, the dragon one battle and he died in the battle. I know. Weak, weak. done. He, he hasn't been practicing. Greg Oden. He's out of practice. He's the Greg Oden of Westeros. So much <laughs> hype already. hurt. So much hype hurt in his first game, hurt in his first game. <laughs> No, no Hall of Fame for Viserion. But Thoros of Mir, a mm. couple things I want to throw out at you. Able to resurrect the dead. Pretty sweet. Um, they always talk about storming the storming the breach at Pike. 
I know how he's. I want to see that. So can we can we do a prequel that. on that? Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Uh, he was so drunk, uh, and he thought he was uh, the bravest man people had ever seen, <laughs> just the drunkest. Uh, that was so he funny. was a good fighter. He liked to drink. He could bring people back from the dead. That's a strong case. Totally. Uh, I think he's in for me. He's in. He's in. He was one of my favorite characters that we didn't see much. So for for all the reasons stated, he's in for me. Okay, I uh, I'm gonna keep him out, but I'm gonna keep him on that watch list. We're yeah, gonna revisit maybe, maybe that third or fourth ballot. Yeah, we're, the, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna come back to that. Okay, Kevin, <laughs> he's in for me. those are our, uh, our our weekly categories. Uh, we're gonna move on and do a little segment we like to call the battle for the fate of the universe. Oh, is that what we're gonna call it? I, I, was this the, the basketball thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk this over. Uh, let's see. Forget the hardwood. We've got the werewood. Oh. Huh? Hello. Uh, no. Eh. Uh, this is not where they work. It's, okay. it's the Space Jam thing. It's a Space Jam thing. So, <laughs> in the movie Space Jam, which I'm sure you've all seen, uh, the bad guys from something mountain on Mars <laughs> uh, are basically putting the entire fate of Earth uh, in the hands of one basketball game, a team put together by Michael Jordan and a team put together by the Martians and who were the Monstars. The Monsters, and they, they stole the bodies, etc., etc. Well, we, we think that should be a, a good solution for, you know, instead of having season eight of this show, Let's just have a basketball game between mm-hmm. the White King, the Night King, and Jon Snow, where the Jon Snow picks a team and the Night King picks a team, and we play a basketball game for the fate of the universe. Like this has <laughs> happened before. This is a good solution. If this is just as likely as trial by combat, absolutely it makes total sense to me. So, so I'm going to take the uh, the living, and I'm going to take the dead, and we're going to draft okay. Game of Thrones characters. For to play basketball for the fate of the universe. So I like this. You okay, go. Do you want to go back and forth? Yeah, okay. you go first and uh, draft your team. This is they have to be living. Uh, this is easy first pick for me, and that's Brienne. Easy first pick. You got to get your big guy or gal. You got to get your center. Brienne is the obvious center. She's got the longest arms. She can defend anybody, anyone. That put that's put in front of her with some size. Uh, she defeated the Hound with no problem. I'm going Brienne at center. Okay. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble here, but I'm gonna counter that from the Night King side with one one. One one is my center. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> no Brienne problem. Can take one. Brienne one. can take one one. Okay, that's of fair. course that's yeah. fair. I'm gonna go with one one. The giant. The giant, of course, uh, north of the wall. Uh, you know, couple downsides to one one. He can run, but not very nimble. Mm-mm. Can can take Mm-mm. arrows, but not arrows to the eye. Nope. So there's a couple downsides, but we're gonna go with one one. Uh, okay, Kevin, that's what, a good matchup. Brian versus one one. What's your next pick? Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Jorah. And and here's why. I think Jorah is the kind of guy that's got a great mid range game. He's that he's that guy that's gonna be really annoying. You're not gonna like the way he shoots it. It's gonna be a little awkward but it's always going to go in. You guys got that old school mentality that like YMCA guy 
that uh, that got the ugly shot, but just he, it always falls. Kind of like a, a, Tim, a Tim Duncan, Danny Granger type. Exactly. Like, likes to use exactly. the likes to use the the, the backboard. Lots of backboard. <laughs> lots of backboard. He's got the, the like old school hook shot <laughs> down from the mid range. It's disgusting, but it goes in. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Robert Baratheon. Ooh, uh, this is. Uh, he, he's going to be my power forward, my short power forward. We've got size <laughs> with one one, so we're going to go with like a Charles Barkley, like six foot four, sized, you know, shorter like power that. forward. I think you know he can throw his weight around in the paint. He can probably you know have a good jump shot. He's a little lazy, but he can rebound. That's fair. Uh, so I've got Euron as my kind of Draymond Green type guy oh, on my team. So, yeah, so Euron versus Robert could be an interesting little battle uh, in the paint, you know. But, but you know, Euron's going to stretch him out a little bit, too. So you got to watch out there. Might be able to, to stretch him out and get around him. So right. there's, a, there's my guy. I like that. Well, this wouldn't be a Make Westeros Great Again podcast if one of us didn't pick Carl Tanner. Oh, Carl Tanner. It's not fair. He's it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably my two guard. I think yeah. he's pretty quick. Uh, I wouldn't want him handling the ball, but I think he can make a lot of shots. Good with his hands. Great at offense, not great at defense. Not Mm-mm. you know doesn't know what's going on behind him. <laughs> but uh, Carl Tanner wouldn't be uh, this podcast without taking that guy. That's a good one. I got to get Aria on my team. Uh, she's gonna be my point guard. She's got all the skills, Andrew. She's quick. She's did you see her with the with the guards when they tried to grab her and she did that quick move? Like try to try to guard that. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's a water dancer. I mean, she's going to be killer. She's going to basically basically be like, I don't know, Spud Webb out there. Like she can get get around everybody. She's still tiny. You can't find her. All of a sudden, boom, she's past you. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm going to counter Aria. your point guard with Joffrey. <laughs> I'll take it. Joffrey's going to be my point guard. Arya's going to murder Joffrey. Mostly because jo- uh, Joffrey reminds me a lot of Grayson Allen. <laughs> hey, and people forget. Grayson Allen was the best player on the floor during that Duke championship game back in 2015. So hopefully Joffrey carries me, uh, carries me into that. I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Drogon on the team at power forward. Oh, It's going to be a tough power forward. I, I didn't want him at center. I wanted Brianna at center. <laughs> but Drogon's going to play the four for me. Drogon the, the dragon? Yeah, yeah, the dragon. He's yeah, alive. People are doing that now. Like people, you know, people are playing Carl Anthony Towns at the four. <laughs> and I get it. So Drogon at the four. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, tough. Drogon at the four. Exactly. That's pretty tough. Uh, yeah. So good luck with that. And uh, just because, like, I know who this is my last pick because I know who's on the other side. I wanted to kind of distract you. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kevin Lannister oh. as my last pick. <laughs> What a great locker room guy. <laughs> Glue what guy. A great, he's going to keep what a great everybody locker together. Room guy. He's going to call the best plays. He's going to have the best strategy. Uh, it's like a floor general. Like he's going to be, uh, you know, he's going to be talking. Yeah, he's you got to have like a that. head coach on the floor. Ah, uh, that's a great pick. I, I have two more, Andrew. They're going to be together. I needed to have somebody that's on the bench that mostly rides the bench, like the end of the bench, but just does a lot of shit talking. Whenever the other team's on their side of the court, you know, like, hey, your shoe's untied type of thing. And I decided to go with two different people. I couldn't decide. So Cersei, she's going to sit there, drink wine, and just, like, talk shit on people, right? So she's going to be one at the end of the bench just with a glass of wine. And the other one is uh, Liana Mormont. 
We're oh. going to have her there. Okay. Because <laughs> she's got a sharp tongue, too. Between the two of them together on the bench next to each other, I think they would come up with some really good stuff. All right. Well, if you're allowed shit talkers, I'm going to go with one shit talker by the name of Zaro Zohan Doxos. Oh. He's just going to sit on the end of the bench and like say how great the team is. Like, this is the greatest <laughs> team that ever was or will be. Uh, that'd be good. That's good. That's so good. Zoro Zohan Doxos is. I want to see this game played. This game too. needs to happen. Not, I, I. I didn't know if this bit was gonna work, but now, David, now it needs to happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Forget the prequel. Just do this. Do this. The game Come on, HBO. Let, let us so, write this. Let us anyway, write this. The no, the, not right. Like this needs to happen. This needs to be like simulated. <laughs> A thousand times to Get determine the a working on it. for the, the fate of the universe. Right. So uh, for kids who grew up in the 90s, this is a legitimate way to solve problems. This is mm-hmm. a legitimate way to fix things is to have a fictional basketball game conducted between two worlds that we love. Looney Tunes and NBA. <laughs> in this case, the living and the dead. And Bill Murray. And Bill Murray. <laughs> There you go. All right. All right, Kevin. Uh, it's time for uh, Wildfire Hot Takes. Wildfire. Stand clear. Stand clear. Okay, first one. Stark Civil War. Choose a side. Arya, Sansa. Go. Uh, I'm taking Sansa. Oh, man. I was going to take Sansa. All right, I I'll take Arya. Be... Okay. Well, I thought you'd pick Arya for sure. I think Sansa's in the right. Wow. Uh. Yeah, Ari's being, she's being a little pest. A little she's pesky. being a little pest. A little, she's little, she's the she's the middle child, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Rickon's younger. I don't really remember. Bran's middle too, ish. Yeah. <laughs> Screw Bran. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Bran right now. Um, what? By the way, what is Bran doing? Like, couldn't Bran help them solve this, or is Bran just like in the corner, just like you know? Looking back at old episodes of whatever show he wants to watch because he the can't wire. just recall it on. The wire, He's just watching The Wire. He's just watching Brand Flakes in the corner. Just won't won't get away from the TV. Anyway, I, I don't want to talk about Brand. Who brought up Brand? Uh, uh, anyway, Andrew. Yeah, Aria. I'll, I'll take Aria. So Aria, Andrew, here's the thing. You think that like they want the show, the, sh- the show watchers want us to think that little finger is behind the behind the scene with his fingers up here kind of controlling everything right but here's the thing Ari is a step ahead of him i'm convinced okay this whole bit between the two of them felt really staged didn't it like didn't it seem like one of those things like they knew there was a bug in the room so they needed to like put on a show so like i'm i'm guessing here that little finger has some sort of technology where he can spy on them with a bug because because he's you know he's little finger this whole thing was for show I'm, I'm convinced of it what do you think of that take that's my wildfire hot take this whole that's thing pretty hot this whole thing was for show my my only response to that is if it was for show why would she give up that she has a bag of faces well that was this uh part of the part of the show <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is like, part of the show. You, you, you want to make it at least realistic. You wouldn't want to be like, oh, I want Littlefinger to see this. And I want so Littlefinger to though. know I have a bag full 
of faces. It's so crazy though that maybe he won't believe it. I don't know, Andrew. Don't don't bring up the bag of faces part. Okay, your okay. turn. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Sansa. <laughs> so I, I that's a good take from that. Like that's that's Arya's perspective. Uh, from from Sansa's perspective, uh, she did not defend herself very well. She was very no. defensive. She she needs to go back on the attack. She needs to start accusing Arya. Like where have you been, Arya? What have you been doing? Did you were you a cup bearer for Tywin Lannister? <laughs> where, where were you? Good point. After Ned was killed, after our father was killed, some say you were spotted around Harrenhal. Is mm. that correct? Hmm. 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 Interesting. Uh, I I hope that they resolve whatever it is they're spatting about uh, in the next episode. I think they will. This thing can't go on, right? Like that's boring. If these two are just sitting up there fighting, like that. Stark Civil War. Stark Civil War. Choose a side, Kevin. Uh, Choose whatever. a side. All right, hot All take. Right. Uh, John's a White Walker. <laughs> okay. Explain. <laughs> listen, listen. He he died on the battlefield, and then he he went underwater, and he he died, and then he came back, and he's kind of like uh, there's some children of the forest down there, and uh, down underwater, and they did the thing that they did for for Benjen. So he's he's a good White Walker, but he's a White Walker. He's dead. That's my hot take. I like that. Yep. Uh, My next hot take is very similar. John has grayscale. (laughs) Okay. Because, of course, Danny has grayscale, and they touched. Because Danny has grayscale, and Danny touched John. So last week, we learned that Danny has grayscale because Jorah touched Danny. Mm -hmm. Danny spreads it even further because Danny touched John. Now, three of our main characters have grayscale. (laughs) Drogon's got it, too, if you think about it. Yeah, he's kind of made of grayscale, so Can maybe that's that? maybe that's know. part of it. Yeah, well, okay. obviously, yeah. If Danny has it, then Drogon has it. Like everybody's screwed if that's true. <laughs> uh, Andrew, we learned that if you kill a White Walker, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, White Walker, all the the whites that they that they created die. I was kind of hoping that this principle would apply in Westeros too. Like if you kill off Cersei. Like Kyburn and the Mountain die. Is there like is it is this is this is this can can this happen like something like this in, in Westeros? Can you think of anything, or is it just not applicable? Um. Well, I, I think that there's some application to real life. Like this is the, <laughs> kill the head of the snake and the body will follow. But this is like a literal. It's like a vampire deal. Like you've got to kill. The original vampire, and then the rest of the vampires go away. Oh, is that how There's that a works? Lot of, I think so, right? I'm uh, not a big vampire I'm guy. I'm not a vampire know. guy either. I don't know. <laughs> but is that's that really interesting if that's how that happens. Yeah, I didn't. Not yeah, a vampire I think guy. You got to go back to the original. Like, the original always has something to do with it. And so, like, there's, there's definitely some hive mindy huh. stuff going on. Which, if that's true, if there's some sort of like link between the White Walker or the Whites that are turning the uh that are being turned by the white walker mm-hmm. and they're bringing a white down to king's landing mm. spy on the inside like that white is going to be able to communicate theoretically maybe with its host white walker like Ooh. they're going to know everything like some predator stuff i like this uh i think this is good the the, the thing i'm i'm worried about though is um if they've got 
if, if they said they, they clearly set this up in this episode, like it, and everything is pretty on its face in, in season seven so far where they made us, they, they definitely wanted us to know that if you kill that, all of this happens, you know, they, they set that up. So I feel like they're setting this up for something else in the future. Right. I mean, that, that whole thing was, was sort of forecasting that, something's going to happen with killing a white walker and then a bunch of them die. Right. Yeah. It kind of shows an end game. It kind of shows, you know, the show can end if John kills the night King. I feel like that's, exa- yeah, it's exactly what it was trying to show. And that was a big deal. And then obviously Danny learned that too. And she pledged that she was going to kill the night King and what's so, so on and so forth. That isn't unless she dies of grayscale before that. Well, she's uh, gonna it, die at grayscale. You can't cure grayscale. She's gonna have to go live on that stone island with all the stone men over there in old Valeria. Just go now. Go now. It's get a her myth. Over with. It's a myth that you can cure grayscale. It's so it's a wrong. myth. It's, it's a, a myth. myth. Get over it. You the heard cure them talk does not about it. exist. It does not exist. Whatever Sam did was was completely did, did not cure him. Uh, Andrew, any other hot takes? Uh, no. I have some hot takes that may roll into some predictions. Um, before we get to the It Is Known prediction segment, we're going to just remind you to uh, sign up for the Book of Brothers. And, and by doing that, you need to uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes and make sure to leave your name. And if you do that, we will uh, give you a nickname and enter your great deeds into the Book of Brothers and, and read it on this here podcast. Uh, we'll get to some of those next week, but right now we're going to move on to the It Is Known prediction segment. It is known. It is known. It is known. It is known. Okay, Kevin, what do you have? All right, I got a bunch of them for that's going to happen next week, but I have one like overarching one. And this is actually a buddy of mine texted me this, and I really like the idea, so I'm, I'm going to steal it. It's uh, John and Danny are gonna are gonna have sex, Andrew. But that's not the that's not the prediction. They're gonna they're gonna have sex, and then Danny is gonna lay an egg. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, like, what do you think? Maybe that's a symptom succession. or a side effect of the grayscale succession plan. <laughs> succession plan <laughs> right there. The dragon will the the John and Danny like it'll see that's the thing that'll be awkward. It's gonna look like a dragon. But it's gonna have John's face. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 I'd watch and, that prequel show. Right, prequel show. Oh yeah. All right, the, so the there you go. Man. The dragon the man. The dragon is, man, king of Westeros. There you go. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. So that that was my first prediction. All right, uh, I've got one for you. Littlefinger, I think, is a faceless man. Ooh, that's that's kind of a hot take too. Yeah, his family is originally from Bravos, ah. and I think that Arya will kind of discover that like he's actually his match. Like he's got some some things we don't know up his sleeve. That's why he's able to do his little sneaky stuff. I don't, I don't know. He he doesn't seem like much of a killer, and to to qualify to like get that that level that status, don't you have to? Yeah. Learn to fight. He did he let like Ned choke him. He did let John choke him. That's true. Maybe he's just playing though. Maybe yeah, or maybe he like learned parts of it, but didn't learn the fighting part. I don't know. Okay, 
It's good. Yeah, you know, I don't mean to rip holes in it. You, you, you got me with the faces. So I'm just, you know, return of the favor. Uh, okay, I got a couple of predictions for what happens at the reunion. Because we saw that everyone's going to come together in the fighting pit or whatever the hell that thing was, the the dragon pit, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, one of one of a few things is going to happen. One, the Battle of Drogon's Roast Part 2. Okay? Drogon's going to just be perched on the top, grow tired of the show, and just roast everybody. Okay. Just we're good. We're done. We're not going to do a season <laughs> that's eight. That's the end. We're just we're we're done. That's the end. So that's 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 one possible. Uh, another one is they all get together. They have a barbecue, and Hot Pie brings in his catering, and because we're having a reunion, like Hot Pie's got to be there. So like Hot Pie catering comes in. They all sit around. They break bread together. They break wolf bread, and they decide, hey, let's put our let's put our uh, our concerns aside. Let's go fight this Night King. But first, let's toast to friendship and wolf bread. And, like, that could happen too, right? I'd like that. That's a good ending. Okay. Uh, another one, another possibility. Some are, are suspecting, or excuse me, are speculating that the mountain is going to be there and the hound is going to be there. And you know what that means, Andrew? Clegane Bowl. Possible Clegane Bowl. See, I disagree with that. I do not think there will be a Clegane Bowl. I speculate instead they're going to play a game of Sandlot baseball between the two okay. teams. Uh, well, it looked like uh, it, it, that 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 pit or whatever was on the next look time. Like on, a, a Sandlot looked like field? a like like an old rundown baseball field where the grass has all died. Yeah, and Ghost will be the dog that that won't give the ball back. Like we're going to see Ghost for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Uh, ghost is going to be there in the corner and the ball is going to go over the, the fence. beast. Yep. So there you go. That one of those three things is going to happen in the next episode. Guaranteed. I don't know which one. I don't know which Guaranteed. one. Guaranteed. I read it. Listen, Andrew, I, 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 I was the one that hacked HBO. I, uh, I didn't want to say this on the podcast, but I've already seen this show, this episode, and I'm just, I'm not going to tell you which one, but one of those three things happens. Okay. I like it. Well, uh, I think that the armies of men will come together, uh, and I think that the uh, the dragons I think are 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 neutral now. The dragons will have to will only fight the other dragons. Like they can't go and fight everybody else. So the the armies of men will have to come together. And season eight will mostly be about that war and then the fight for the throne afterwards. But but that's just me. Are you excited for this last episode, Kevin? I am. I am excited. I didn't love this episode, so a little tiny bit of a sour taste, but I'm excited for the next one because I think it's going to be awesome to see everyone all together in the reunion style. We won't be jumping from from place to place and person to person because we'll all be kind of in the same spot, which is pretty gnarly. Like we, We haven't ever had that. It's like a regular TV show. Right. Yeah, it, it sounds like the the only folks that won't be there are like Arya and Sansa, right? I think that's it. And the rest of the people we don't really care about. Like Dolores Ed it. won't be there. <laughs> no, he'll be at the wall. But we we haven't seen him since episode one. So he but didn't but even come out to greet. Be, uh, it's going to be in two locations. It's going to be King's Landing. It's going to be Winterfell. Uh, and so lots of, ha- lots of happening. Interesting. Lots of happening. And then they're going to cut to a training montage of the Night's King writing, trying to train the dragon 
on the <laughs> north of the wall. <laughs> right, oh, and then that end. too. I mean, that whole thing. Like, we're, that's. I bet we'll see more of that. I bet they won't bring that into next season. I bet that they'll show him writing it or something. Or maybe that's how he gets over the wall. He just you know rides a dragon. Well, he can just over fly. It. Just fly yeah. over. Easy. Fly over it. Huh. Hmm. Simple solution. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, okay, Kevin. Well, next week is the finale. Get ready for it. Get Until then, Valor Magolis. Valor Dohiris. No